Hello everybody, welcome back to Discussing Doodles. The podcast where we talk about an animated movie from a different animation studio each week. Before we begin, we just want to say that some spoilers will be ahead. So if you've yet to see this movie and don't want it spoiled, stop listening now. Final disclaimer, when we get excited, we tend to swear. Although we talk about family movies, this isn't a family podcast. You You have have been been warned. Hello. Welcome back to Discussing Doodles. I am Mark. I'm Luke. <laughs> How are you today, Luke? I'm all right. You know, the um, Anchor app that we film these on um, decided to like log me out. And I was like, I don't know my password. Oh, uh, no. But I do know my password in the end, so it's fine. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, but yeah, I had, a, I had a minor panic about 15 minutes ago. But other than that, I'm dandy. How are you? <laughs> Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm fine. I'm I'm good. a little hungover today. I was wondering, <laughs> um, but that's fine. It, you these know, things happen. These things happen, and actually, when I'm hungover, I quite like watching an animated movie to kind of yes. chill me out the next morning. So I enjoyed Lovely. this. So this was yeah. this was good. All good timing. <laughs> All good timing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this week we watched All Dogs Go to Heaven. Fact. Yeah, um, which is a Don Bluth movie, um, his fourth one. Oh, I can't believe we're doing the four films of things. I know it's mad, isn't it? It seems crazy. Um, what did you What did you think? Sort of first off, I mean, off the bat, one I've been meaning to watch this film for for ages because I have seen it before. It's not one of those that I've never seen before. Uh, I've seen it a few times when I was younger, but like it's been years, yeah. and it's been on my to re-watch list for the longest time so i do love that this podcast gets me watching these films that i keep putting off for some reason yeah um, you have to do it don't you yeah, the podcast. It's so like, it's like, yeah, yeah no actually excuses. gets me doing it um and i did enjoy it it's very cute it's very nice um but i don't know if it's the best on blue we've had i would probably agree i i think it's quite a weird film it, it, it's deep isn't it i think for kids it's deep but it's also just kind of so i i read that um it was really like heavily influenced by like 1940s movies like it's a wonderful yes, life a wonderful life like little miss maker and a guy named joe yeah so i i think even in the pacing of the movie you can kind of tell yes yeah do you know what i mean like the, yeah. the way the story is structured and stuff it's not it's not told like it's a animated movie it's told like it is one of those old 1940s movies do you so know what true. i mean so true yeah yeah um, but it make, makes for an interesting watch. Yeah, um, it's, it's so different to anything else. You can't liken All Dogs Go to Heaven to something. But to me, I like. I feel... Obviously, during the 1980s, just for a, a bit of background, there, there was a bit of a battle going on between Don Bluth and Disney. Yeah. And for a few years there, he was... Don Bluth was, was, was kind of beating them. Yeah, he was coming out on top. <laughs> he was coming out on top. When you, when you look at, um, I think it was uh, Secret and Nim versus what uh, uh, Fox and the Hound. Yeah. And then you had um, American Tale versus Basil. Mm-hmm. And then the big one, you had uh, The Lamb Full Time versus Oliver. Yeah. Um, and so he was really, really giving them a run for their money. But then yeah. this particular year, 1989, <laughs> Disney struck back as hard as they fucking could. Yeah, they could. I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing my socks of this film right now. <laughs> right. Disney struck back with uh, the power of Howard Ashman and oh. uh, Alan Menken. And yeah. they, uh, Disney was reborn when they, when they released um, 
What's it called? The Little Mermaid. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Um So there was no way, whatever Don Bluth released this year, he was never going to win no. that battle because The Little Mermaid is a near-on perfect movie. It's superior. Um, so I think All the Dogs Go to Heaven suffers. Yes. From Little Mermaid syndrome. Yep. <laughs> is what I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, that'd be my, my main thought about when I think about All Dogs Go to Heaven I always think about it as you know I, per- personally for me Land for Time is one of my favourite movies ever and I think quite possibly is Don Bluth's best or second best there is another one that he's done that's that's Ooh, right up there as well yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like he goes from such a high with The Land Before Time which is a, an, a I mean it's scored 80 in Discussing Doodles so an amazing movie Mm-hmm. And then to go from that to All Dogs Go to Heaven, to me, it, it's a bit of a drop. Yeah. yeah. I'm, not, I'm not putting any hate on All Dogs Go to Heaven. No, because it, is, like a, it, it but... is a good film. But yeah, the, the standard was high with Lamb Before Time, I think. Yeah. And this didn't quite reach its pedestal that it's on. No, I agree. So um, talk to me about the story, Luke. Okay, story makers. It is. Ready for all these fucking genres. Yeah, let's go. It's a 1989 animated musical fantasy adventure comedy drama. Excuse me? Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> animated musical fantasy adventure comedy drama. Okay, oh, I probably would agree with that. It fits. It all. It is animated. It is a musical. There are huge fantasy elements in it. There's a bit of an adventure. It's quite funny and it's quite dramatic. Yeah, yeah. It does fit it all. It's a lot of genres. When I first read that, I was like, fantasy. It's about fucking dogs. And then I remember they go to heaven. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, there is quite a bit of fantasy in there, isn't there? Yeah. You got like a whippet with wings. Yeah, literally, like a pink one as well. (laughs) So, the basic story for those who have never seen this film, uh, it is about a German shepherd called Charlie B. Barkin, which is the best name (laughs) ever. Yeah. Um, So good. He is murdered by the villain Carface and ends up in heaven. Uh, But he goes back to Earth to get revenge on Carface with the help of his friend Itchy and a little orphan human girl named Anne Marie. And uh, throughout the journey, I guess Charlie basically learns about compassion and stuff, doesn't he? He basically has a little lesson on his character and sort of is nicer towards the end than where he was at the beginning. So it's sort of a journey of self-discovery in a way. Yeah, 100%. For Charles. And it's, it's it's an interesting story because you how many animated movies do you get where your main protagonist is an arsehole yes i know and you don't it's... get many that where your main character dies <laughs> yeah like within the first 10 15 minutes <laughs> yeah what's that yeah. All about <laughs> but it's it's, it's interesting it's very interesting because you know Don Bluth made a big deal when he first sort of started making his own movies about wanting to make movies that felt like golden era disney movies Mm-hmm. And you can see that influence when you watch The Secret of Nim, when you watch An American Tale, when you watch The Land Before Time. You can, yeah. you can feel Bambi and Pinocchio yeah. and things like that in there somewhere. And then this one, he's like, nah, sod that. I'm doing something completely different. Yeah, it's very original in terms of Disney. Yeah. You know, it's, it's nothing like a Disney movie. Absolutely nothing. It's, it's got its own tone. It's got its own yeah. kind of vibe. feeling to it. Vibe, yeah. It's... um. It's yeah, it's bizarre. It is, isn't it? It's bizarre. Yeah, it's really weird. When he originally came up with the idea, it was about a dog private investigator. 
Um, <laughs> but he sort of always wanted this like shaggy German Shepherd voice by Burt Reynolds. Uh, but all the plans fell through because of financial difficulties. He couldn't afford Burt and he couldn't afford to do the film to begin with. Uh, right. But the idea resurfaced later with sort of a bigger team. And like you said earlier, they sort of drew inspirations from things like It's a Wonderful Life. And um, apparently the movie's title came from a book that was read to Don Bluth's fourth grade class. But there's no mention of the book. I can't oh. find this mysterious book. So I don't Maybe know, Don Bluth doesn't remember I don't what know it was called. dreamt it. Or, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, and also towards the end, uh, the, the studio held a test screening um, I realised that some scenes were very intense, which I think is a, a running theme for Tom Blake. Yeah. And uh, it was especially around Charlie's nightmare sequence where he basically sort of goes to dog hell, yeah. um, which was probably the darkest bit of the film. Uh, but a lot of it was cut out. And Don Bluth has kept some of the cut. Well, I said has. So we have a, uh, we have a Bluth cut of this as well. We do. But unfortunately, um, the cut has been... It, it was stolen. Don't know who by, don't know how. So the he wanted to release a director's cut in like the mid-90s, but I don't think it's ever going to happen because I don't think he's got it anymore. Uh, he so, has... so somebody out there has... Yeah, maybe. A director's cut of... of Charlie's like nightmare sequence being yeah. very dark and gritty. I think Don Bluth always has some sort of dark thing that gets cut out and then something really bad happens to that footage. <laughs> But again, this goes back to the idea that he is taking influence from the golden era of Disney because those four or five movies, yeah, you think about them, they all have some horrible, scary dark They do, sequences. don't they? Like, Pinocchio is the worst with the, the kids turning into donkeys and stuff. Kids turning into donkeys. That's and you've so also got scary. the whale. The whale. Got, there's a lot in Pinocchio. <laughs> and then, you, then you think of Snow White when you've got the forest coming to life yeah. and scaring her. and The witch. You know, the witch uh, sort of transforming. There's, you know, that, 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 that was a, thing. a staple of those kind of movies. So he's not wrong to want to do that no, in his films no. if that's the influences he's going with. Yeah, I guess maybe he just takes it too far. Yeah, Because <laughs> even these cut versions of Lambford Time and all dogs are quite yeah. dark and gritty when they want to be. For me, with the Lambford Time, it's always that bit where you look at Littlefoot's mother and she's got a chunk missing out of her back. I know. <laughs> Disney would never. What? <laughs> Disney would never. But yeah, no. Um, but yeah. Like I said, I, I think um, the story is bizarre. It is. It is, but I think it sort of maybe deserves some brownie points for its originality. Yeah. Because it I is. So. You, I feel like you can't compare it to another film, another animated no. movie. You can't go, oh, yeah, this has the vibes of XYZ, because it doesn't. I am tempted, though, to ring the bell. Do you know what? I would agree with the bell ringing. Mm. Ding, ding, motherfucking ding. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you that don't know. Uh, ringing the bell means that we we think that the the story the plot of this uh, this movie has some pacing issues. Yeah. Um, but I think that might tie back into what we were saying about the influence from It's a Wonderful Life because for sure and, and stuff like that. If you ever watch one of those like black and white nineteen forties movies, talk about fucking pacing issues. Yeah. Oh. Whole... Wow. <laughs> I can only apologise. I meant to say yes, but followed with it. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. What a beast. Conti- yes, but uh, moving on before we, we stay on that for too long. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, the 1940s films, their pacing is completely different to what you would get nowadays. Exactly. Or even yeah. in the 80s, you know, this is a 1989 film. 80s films are quicker paced than this normally. Yeah, for sure. Um, 
So do you know what you're going to give? I think, oh, I, I don't know if it sounds a bit harsh, but I was thinking like a six. But then, that's not harsh. I don't know. I feel like that's quite low. I think I'd probably agree on that. Oh, okay. That makes me feel nicer. <laughs> Less like a Scrooge. I thought I was being really Scroogey. No, I, I, like, I don't think it's an amazing story. Like it didn't, didn't blow me away. Yeah. It was, I think a know. lot of its points is for originality. Mm. For yeah. sure. Um, characters then. Yes, there's a nice bunch actually. There is. Yeah. I, yeah. I think actually characters might be one of its strongest I uh, agree. subjects. Subjects? What do we call um, it? Category. Categories. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. You're my favourite subject. <laughs> um, yeah, cat- ca- characters. I need to say categories. Categories are so good in this film. Uh, yeah, the Charlie, the Charlies. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, we've crumbled already. Oh, I can't characters. talk. Um, the characters are strong in this film. Yeah. Not the strongest ever. No. But they are really, they're a really nice bunch. And actually, sticking on the theme of like originality, we sort of touched on it with Charlie himself. They're a very different bunch of characters to what you would normally get in an animated movie. They really are, yeah. Charlie especially. Yeah, for sure. Um, he's he's a very interesting character. And actually, he's, through a large part of the film, he's very unlikable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is yeah. a really like weird decision to make. Yes, for but an animated he is. film. He's, yeah. yeah, he's very unlikable. Until at the end, you know, he has his his redemption arc. Yeah, it's actually like. very sweet as well. The last scene, mm. it's very cute. Yeah, I do like the way the movie ends, and I think that the the end of the movie is probably my favourite bit of it. <laughs> yeah. Not because it's it not was ended. ended. <laughs> <laughs> Credits come up. Oh, it's the best bit. Um, who's your favourite character? My favourite character was probably Anne Marie. She's fucking adorable. She's, She's one of so mine. Adorable. But I have a. Uh, an even more favourite, which is so typically Luke. Yeah, um, King Gator, the alligator. Oh, yeah, actually, he was up there for me as well. So his, good. We'll get to it when we get to music, but his scene's my, my favourite. I just said the end scene's my favourite scene. <laughs> you are. You are telling lies. You're a yeah. fibber. King, King Gator's scene is my favourite scene. It's so actually. good. And do you know he yeah. is voiced by Ken Page, who is Oogie Boogie in Nightmare Before Christmas? Ah, uh, that makes a lot of sense. Legend. Yeah, I loved King Gator. He was he was fun. He brought some energy. Yeah, he was he was wicked. There, there is there is a phrase that's used when people talk about movies called um, "big lipped alligator moment." Okay, um, and it's in reference to that. And it's basically the idea that it's a, a scene in a movie that's had no build up, no no explanation, and just happens and is just weird and makes no sense to the story or anything. Love that. Um, so that's what they call a big gator mo- a big a big lipped alligator moment. That's so funny. We'll have to remember that for future movies. We can be like, oh, that's a big lipped alligator moment. Yes. <laughs> he was great though. It's like, you know, like sometimes, like this isn't me knocking the first half of the film at all, but you know, if you go to like a concert, this is a really weird analogy, and you see a supporting act and you're like, Yeah, that's really good. And then the actual person you came to see comes out and your energy just goes. Yeah. That's the yeah. energy King Gator bought. <laughs> Yeah, when he stepped out, I was like, "Yes, my energy is up." It's is up. yeah, I would agree. I and, needed and I someone to do that, make me stand up and get involved. <laughs> that kind of is a uh, an animated movie thing you see quite a lot, actually. Like, I think a really good example of that happening in another movie is uh, in Aladdin. Yes, because in Aladdin, yes. you're waiting for the genie. Mm-hmm. So before the genie arrives, I guess Iago, 
It's keeping you entertained. Yes, yes. <laughs> the mo- or a boo, a boo, I guess. Yeah, or a yeah. boo, yeah. And then, then the genie arrives. And so, yeah, that is a thing that does happen in animated yeah, movies, I sure. think. It's definitely a, a You're thing. Like waiting for this specific character. But King Gate is so small. He's literally in a scene. Yeah, he does come back a little bit at the yes, end. Yes, true. Yeah. But he steals a show, man. Yeah, he does. But Amory was adorable. So Amory was voiced by Judith Barcy. Yeah. Um, who voiced Ducky. And I believe we discussed this. I believe we time. did, but we can do it again. Yeah. So she, um, before this film was even released, this was mm-hmm. her last ever movie. She was murdered by her father, I believe. Yeah. Um, and it was like a murder suicide thing. I think he killed, killed yep. her and her mother and then killed himself. Yeah. Um, absolutely horrific. That's rough, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and, Don Bluth was so heartbroken by by this because he'd worked with her before on Landfall Times. He obviously enjoyed working with her. Yeah. Um, so he was so heartbroken by this that he he uh, changed Anne Marie's design to look more like Judith. Um, and he included some of her sort of mannerisms and stuff. So Anne Marie really is judith which i think that's special and is actually really cute yeah and I, I i read some other stuff about it. it made me really sad that like when she the song um that she sings mm-hmm. uh when uh judith was trying to sing it uh she couldn't get through it she kept breaking down and crying because of what was going on in her home life oh my god um, so they had to get another singer in to to sing the song the song for her because she just she just couldn't do it um, oh. And it just breaks my heart because she, she was seven. She yeah, was just a, a little girl. And oh, that's she was so sad. Clearly, so talented. When you think about, you know, Ducky and and how how much energy and how cute that voice is in the Land Full Time, and yeah. and what she did with with Anne Marie as well. Yeah, and it's just it is just just heartbreaking. Isn't it's it? so sad. I can't even begin to think about it yeah it's so the, sad um, the the song at the end credits is dedicated to her as well oh yeah um, which is cute that is cute yeah. my god it's really really sad isn't it it's so sad really emotional but yeah i think that's why she's my favorite as well i think that yeah. adds to it because there is an emotional element to her yeah um and even aside from judith's horrible story there yes, is an emotional is... element to Anne Marie herself to because, the character yeah yeah she's a little homeless girl that wants a family and yeah it's sad it's, it's sad. so sad and Charlie agrees that he'll get like he'll look for parents for her and he completely forgets to do it and she gets so sad about it and yeah. she calls him a bad dog which is like the worst <laughs> yeah. insult for a dog and it's like oh my god it's so sad <laughs> but yeah no she is she is one of the best characters absolutely and then we've got um, Itchy. Itchy, Dom DeLuise. Dom DeLuise, who's appeared on the podcast. A few, a few times. times. I say appeared, like he's come on and A special to us. guest. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, we've mentioned him a few times. What have we had him in? He was um, in Line of Oz. Oh, yeah. He, he was, was in um, Secret of Nim. Secret of Nim, he was Jeremy. Um, was he in American Tale? Yeah, I'm pretty certain he yeah, was. Yeah, he was the, the, uh, the cat. Yeah, Tiger. Yes, he wasn't in Land for Time because of Line of Force, maybe. Maybe? No, they're completely different years. <laughs> I, was sure to make, I was trying to make up an excuse <laughs> as to why he wasn't there. Oh, was it Oliver and Company? Oliver and Company, yes. That's he was in why... Oliver and Company, and that's why he wasn't in. I knew there was something, right? 
But apparently <laughs> Burt Reynolds and um, Dom DeLuise oh, yes. had worked together many times before. before. Yeah, yeah, they asked to record together. Yeah, and they asked Don Bluth to leave. <laughs> yeah, apparently they ad-libbed bits as well. Yeah. Um, and Don thought, oh, that's actually better than the script I wrote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so a but lot I of the d- movies ad-libbed, which yeah, is cool. Yeah, but I did read as well that Burt Reynolds did compliment the script, apparently. So Yeah, that's cute. Mm. Yeah. But no, yeah, uh, I, Itchy's... So obviously there's... Um, and we'll discuss this a bit more in Legacy, I'm sure, but there are sequels and stuff. Yes. To, um all doors go to heaven and not every character from this movie reappears um no. but itchy does mm-hmm. itchy does have a, a a reappearance and i'm actually really interested to watch the second one now because i want to kind of explain uh, see how they explain itchy being in it but Anne marie not yes that's true because he lives with her now oh yeah Do you know what I mean? he doesn't so die like... as well does he does he go to heaven is that no. why Maybe. Uh, as I say, because Anne Marie's not going to go to dog heaven, is she? Yeah, but itchy maybe that's would. what it is. Whoa. Yeah, maybe itchy dies. Aw. <laughs> what a depressing <laughs> franchise. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, uh, just, just whilst I'm thinking about it, this, the film's set in New Orleans mm. in 1939. Um, and we see on Charlie's documentation when he dies that he was born in 1937, which makes Charlie two years old. Mm. Um, <laughs> but that's 24 in dog years true um, even though he was voiced by Burt Reynolds who was in his 50s at the time <laughs> so but he's meant to be like a 24 year old ish bless that's sad yeah gets <laughs> murdered yeah <laughs> and then obviously characters we need to discuss Carface and Killer Carface and Killer they're great I love Killer Killer's amazing. Killer's so good. He's they're like their energy is like Mr. Burns and Smithers. <laughs> yes. yes, isn't it? So spot on. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Smithers and Killer are very, very similar characters, <laughs> aren't actually. they? I'd not thought of that. They're like one in the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, they're good characters. They are good villains for sure. And again, they're characters that are that do come back as well and are in in future yeah. films and stuff in the franchise. So that's cool. Um. Any other characters you want to point out? I mean, not, I mean, there is a, the um, the pink the pink angel whippet. <laughs> yes, is um, not named in this film. She's literally no. called like the whippet angel. <laughs> we um, know her to be Annabelle. Don't yes, we? she's Annabelle in the sequels, um, but in this film, she's just a whippet, little old whippet. Whippet, whippet. But yeah, yeah, she's cute. I just she thought it was interesting that her name isn't uttered. Carface dies at the end, doesn't he? And she's like chasing him around, go. Yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. like angry at him for wanting to go back, which yeah. is exactly what Charlie did. <laughs> and okay, the whole so... film, she's like, you can't come back. And then he just goes back. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so what are you rating the characters? I think I'm going to go with uh, eight. Me too. That was so agreeable today. Aren't we? This is lovely. So the animation, obviously, is all traditional animation. I noticed a few examples of rotoscope as well, especially on like the cars and mm. other sort of objects and cranes and things like that. Um, there are some moments in this movie where it looks cheaper than the usual Don Bluth standard right. that we, we're used to. Um, there are moments where you could almost see... So, so 
I've explained this a million times on this podcast, but I'm going to do it again. Do um, it. In these days when they used uh, cells, so they were like clear cells, so it's like a, a sheet of uh, clear film, and the uh, ink and paint would be put on to there, sort of traced over the, the sketches. Um, and that's how you'd have your coloured coloured characters. And what they do is they would overlay those over a painted background and take as many photos until they got the, the animation, right? Mm. Um, so this this movie was essentially a painting. That's what all old animations are. They're, they're paintings uh, that move. Um, and I said that, why did I say that like Boris Johnson? They're paintings <laughs> uh, that move. It was also a little bit like Gordon Ramsay, you know, when he has his little breaks in his yeah. <laughs> Why do I do that? Weird. You're doing your prime minister speech. (laughs) Um, But there are certain points in this movie, and actually I think if you are interested in animation, it's a really good movie to watch for this. There are some points where I feel like the, you can almost see the, the, the cell off the, the background. You can almost see like a a gap between the characters in the background. It's only ever so slightly, um, but you can, you can almost see it and i don't know how else to explain that yeah you can almost actually see it and it's kind of weird and it's kind of a little bit jarring but if you don't notice it then you wouldn't notice it right but i notice it of course you did (laughs) um but no it is it is like a lovely traditional animated film i I love the character designs they're so fucking ugly (laughs) aren't they yeah but but in such a charming way yeah Um, very much i would say about like the Rugrats and yeah. things like that. It's, uh, it's, it is really stylized. Yeah, it's so, um, it's so deliberately ugly. So it's not yeah. like, and it's not like an error. But I, I would also go as far as to say that the the movement of the characters is lovely. It's not yeah. quite on the level that we were blessed with last week from um, Studio Ghibli. No, but I would say as far as Western uh, studios go, I think. Don Bluth's work is as close to that authenticness that we talked about last week. Yes, that you're ever going to get. That you're going to get, especially with Anne-Marie. Her mannerisms, yeah. which I now know are based on Judith's, yeah. they, were, they were very realistic and they, they weren't quite on the level of May in My Neighbour Totoro. No. But they're, they're very good. Do you know what I mean? They were yes. very, very good. So uh, all in all, I, was, I, I enjoyed the animation. But I just did think that there was just something, it didn't feel quite as solid as The Land Before Time, say. Yes. To me. But I don't know if that's just me being nitpicky. or. No, I think I would agree. Yeah, good. I'm glad. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> okay, cool. So I'm going to give the animation a seven, I think. Oh my God, I was going to do that too. This is so boring. <laughs> Just agreed on everything. <laughs> um, music. Music, man. I have a contender for my favourite song of the season. Do it. Let's make music together. Yes, I literally <laughs> have written. Let's make sweet harmonies. I've written Let's Make Music Together as my standout song. That's yeah, so funny. 100%. A Why are we so in sync today? I know, it's weird, isn't it? That's so um, bizarre. Like we mentioned earlier, the standout scene as well. Yes. It's, it's yes. just so much energy and so much fun, isn't it? And it, and it, it is, is a good song as well. It gets in your head and it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an interesting collection of songs because 
they are all lovely and they they're all very nice and they all do fit but i don't know if any of them are like other than let's make music together they're not so much like blow your way stay in your mind forever kind of songs no i would agree like i would say i've forgotten some of them already yeah, I can't remember a single other one other than Let's Make Music Together. Yeah, I know Anne-Marie had a cute one, and mm-hmm. I know the dog sang quite a nice one in the opening, but I like I can't tell you. I can tell you that they sang songs, but yeah. could I hum a tune? <laughs> no. No. So maybe not the best sound like songs ever. No. But they are very sweet, and they do fit the, the moments and the vibes that they're part of. But Let's Make Music Together, I don't know why it's such a standout, but it is. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I, I think it, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I can't remember a single other song. I feel like the, the score was satisfactory. Yeah. But again, it also wasn't special. No. But it was, it was all good. It was fine. Yeah. None of it felt, it, none of it sounded bad. None of it sounded wrong. None of it no. sounded out of place. It just wasn't so much like Little Mermaid style, which came out no. in the same year. You know, you're going to be singing every single one of those songs for the rest of your life. Exactly, yeah. You know. And that, that might be a bit of the, a reason why it wasn't so successful. Yeah, because it's it no under the sea syndrome. or kiss you, kiss the girl or part of your world. Kiss your girl. <laughs> I knew you said part of your world and kiss the girl all at the same time. Kiss your world. Kiss your world. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> Dickhead, part of your girl. Part of your... <laughs> Yucky. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's interesting. The song's not my favourite thing in the world. What score are you thinking? Maybe like a six. Okay. I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> right, are we going to get a full set? Are we going to get the whole... We'll see. I'm kind of nervous. Part of me wants one, but part of me wants to ch- shake it up a bit. <laughs> so we'll see. Okay. So, Legacy. Leg. I'm going to throw my points out there. Do it. The big ones. Go. A sequel. Yes. A TV series. Yes. And a Christmas movie. Yes. Boom. Three big ones, Mind definite three points. Mid bare minimum, three for legacy. Bare minimum, but you know what? I I actually have never seen the TV show, so I can't judge it. But I love the sequel and the Christmas film. Mm-hmm. I too. love them. Guilty pleasures. And unfortunately, around. they weren't. They didn't have Don Bluth's involvement, so they're not technically no. Don Bluth movies. But if we get to them in the future, we are going to do them on Don Bluth week. Yes, because they're related to his his, property, his so, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I love the sequel and I love the Christmas film. So I actually think I'd give them more than just the three points. We watched the Christmas film this Christmas just gone, didn't we? I think we watch it every Christmas gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- there's That film has one of my favourite songs of all time in it. Oh, which yeah. Is, um, clean up your act. Yeah. If you don't, you're dead and that's a fact. But then you've also so got... Uh, they're like when we hear a Christmas carol we and know that it's Christmas at last I always get emotional at Christmas time as my personal face oh my god the it's songs in that film bangers. are so good they slap they're better than the songs in this film how I don't know they are yeah um, so yeah so that's that's definitely a point for legacy mm. um, I also think maybe we could argue that the phrase "big lips alligator moment" is a point for legacy. Oh, too. that's so true. And supposedly, I read that it was it didn't do so well in cinema and box office, but it is supposedly one of the biggest VHS sellers ever. There you go. So that's okay. a legacy of sorts. And I also think the fact that it was Judith Barsi's last movie uh, also oh. has to be taken into account as well. Yeah, I think you're right. 
So I think all in all, actually, I'm quite happy to give this film like a six for Legacy. Oh my God, I just wrote six down. That's so weird. We've agreed on Everything. everything. Has yeah, that ever absolutely happened? Absolutely everything. I don't know if it has, you know. Oh, I don't. I'm sure it has. I'm sure we've done that before. Yeah, we I don't know. I'm just looking through my book now and I'm like, I don't think we have. I don't know. There's always normally something. Sometimes yeah. we agree a lot, but there's normally something where we go, one of us is nicer than the other. But I think this is the first time we've fully agreed on everything, which must mean that we feel exactly the same about this film. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. Like, I'm just looking at that Despicable Me 2 page where you gave music a one. <laughs> <laughs> I can help it. It's got a fucking happy song in it. Um, okay, yeah, so sixes. Before we do the maths... Um, oh, yeah. John Bluth has some director traits. Oh, like my God. Miyazaki did. Oh, I forgot um, about this. So, one of John Bluth's biggest traits is special object that the main character carries around with them. What was it, Luke? The the watch. The watch. Oh my yeah, god! Charlie's I watch. didn't think about that at all. Yeah. So 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 far we've had in the secret of Nim, um, she's got Timmy's medicine. Yeah. And the ruby thing. She's yeah. got two. Greedy bitch. Greedy bitch. Um, in uh, American Tale, he's got his dad's hat. Oh yeah. In Landfall Time, he's got the tree star that his mum left him. Tree stars. And in this, uh, Charlie's got his watch. Wow. Um, the other uh, director trait of Don Bluth isn't actually in this movie. Oh. Um, which is migrating protagonists. Um, uh, yeah. So he normally has protagonists that are, are moving <laughs> yes. in their lives, uh, and he doesn't in this I one. I suppose, could you say the, the transfer to heaven counts? <laughs> You, I guess you could. You could also say maybe that Anne Marie's transfer from being homeless to being in a family home, yeah, counts as well. Yeah. Maybe I think if so. You, maybe if you dig a little, there's probably something yeah. there. It's just not so much obvious as finding the Great Valley or having to move house because a big digger's coming. <laughs> yeah, or moving to America. Oh yeah, where you think there's no cats? <laughs> there are no cats in America. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not the tune. <laughs> I love it. it every time, just go straight straight to West Side Story. Whenever American I watch West Side Story, I get so confused as well. Like, yeah. Why is singing American <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, Don Bluth, pretty nice joy. <laughs> okay, let's do some maths then. Do it. Are you ready? Yeah. So for story, we both gave it a six. Mm-hmm. Characters, we both gave it an eight. Mm-hmm. For animation, we both gave it a seven. Mm-hmm. For music, we both gave it a six. Yep. And for legacy, we both gave it a six. Okay. That brings it out at 66. 66. 10 less than last week. Okay. I I, I probably think that that probably is around about right, don't you think? Yeah, I think so. It is the worst on Bluth, and I thought it would be. Mm. So it does all sort of make sense. We had 80 for Lampful Time, 69 for American Tale, and 70 for Secret Nim. Yeah. So 66 so, probably feels correct. At 66, it'd be, it scored the same as Dumbo, and yes. it scored the same as Nauska uh, yeah. in the Valley of the Wind. And I feel like that's probably about right. Yeah. Um, it I is younger agree. than both those films, so they will both rank above it. Higher, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, I think that's... I think 
we done good there, Luke. I think that's correct. I do too, and we agreed on everything. We love yeah, this we film this the is, same. <laughs> that was a very agreeable episode of discussing doodles. It's been it? very pleasant. Yeah. <laughs> no riffs or tips. I was hungover. Yeah, it's just been very nicely sailed through. <laughs> and we only lost it once. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. I did let out Bert. That was that was mm. messy. Yeah, that was fun. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> um so next week oh it is sorry it's pixar, pixar. Week, isn't it? i'm so excited um big movie this one can't wait top tier yeah i'm very much looking forward to it because i haven't seen it in a few years you know it's been a while for me as well but it is i will always call it one of my favorite films no matter how long it's been do you want to tell them what it is it's monsters inc <laughs> Sorry, I probably should have had a build-up, made it very it's dramatic. Saying. Very dramatic, like Dermot O'Leary telling you who's one X-Factor. But I didn't. I'm so excited. Yeah, Monsters Inc. It should be good fun. Um, yeah. I'm expecting a relatively high score from this. I am so too. We'll... I'll be actually disappointed in us and the film if it gets a low one. Yeah, I, but... wonder, I wonder if it will be up there in Toy Story realm or if it will be around Bugs Life realm. Oh, we'll see. But I am very excited for it. And it is on Disney Plus. It's kind of easy to find. So maybe you guys should watch it over this week as well. And we can all discuss it together. (laughs) Unfortunately, All Dogs Go to Heaven isn't so easy to find. It isn't, is it? Luckily, we have the DVD. We have the DVD, which is lovely. Um, But yeah, uh, unfortunately, I can't really tell you where you could find that. I guess the only thing you can do is rent it. Yeah, probably. Or buy it off of Amazon somewhere. Or buy it off of Amazon or um, or just illegally pirate it. Well, well don't we don't do that. We don't, we don't no. condone. Never, never that. done that in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Luke, before Monsters, Inc., in the meantime, where oh, yeah. can we find you? At Lukey Beat, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Mark, where can we find you? You can find me at actuallymjr on Twitter, at actuallymjr underscore 2.0 on Instagram. Um, and you can follow the show on both Twitter and Instagram at Disc Doodles. Uh, and also check out Letterboxd, where we have a nice visual list of all the movies that we've already reviewed on Discussing Doodles. Smashed it. That was all right, wasn't it? Mark. <laughs> I even changed it up a bit. I was, I was... like, yeah, I'm going to do a different order. <laughs> <laughs> I was wrongly sitting here waiting for you to screw up. I'm remixing now and everything. I've Whoa. Freestyle. <laughs> Freestyle. He don't yeah. care. He don't need a script. <laughs> <laughs> He's ad libbing right, like Burt Reynolds. Listening, everyone. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm like Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise's love child. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. What a note to end on thanks for listening guys yeah thank you for making it all the way through if you've not already switched off and gone somewhere else (laughs) we'll see you next week for picks see you then 